Hey, all you bald and balding people, Kristen and Paige here. If you could please pause this episode right now before you listen and go to the top of our profile wherever you're listening to our show, please do. Ratings help people find our podcast easier. We want to be able to continue to grow, but there's only so much our hosts can do. It will only take a few minutes out of your day, so please go leave us a rating if you're an avid listener. Thank you. Those bald chicks are here to slay. Stop what you're doing, plugging and play. Those bald chicks will make your day. So stop what you're doing and say. Those bald chicks. Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those Bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with Paige and our sixth mama guest, Jenny Hodge. She is the mom of an awesome alopecia named Violet and the cutie patootie named Violet. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Jenny, and thank you for being our sixth guest on this series. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So glad you're here. So basically, jump in, tell us how old Violet is and when she was diagnosed with alopecia and kind of like your your whole journey with it. Yeah, so Violet will be three July 2nd, so almost a month away from being three. She was diagnosed just after she turned 18 months, so it's been a a little over a year since she was diagnosed. So we are relatively new, kind of still getting Working through it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially at such a young age too. Have you been mm. able to talk to her about it really? Or Yeah, she understands pretty well what's going on for the most part. When it first happened, she didn't, I don't, but now that she's a little bit more aware for sure. Right. Do you know, what was she diagnosed with? She originally had AA, just started as one little spot, but by the time we even got to the dermatologist, we pretty much had her head shaved already. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, it was like within a month, all of her hair was gone. She actually got this one spot one week after my COVID vaccine. Okay. Because she was still nursing. And so eight days after my COVID vaccine, my husband found this spot. And then the next day it had doubled. Wow. Lower. Yep. And then day three was the whole back. This was just on day three. And then two weeks, the whole side and underneath this as well. That's crazy how fast. mm -hmm. I know we'll talk a little bit about it more in a little bit, but we did end up shaving quite early because she got this burn on the back of her head. Yeah in the car seat. And so I ended up shaving just the bottom part first and giving her like a little Vikings cut because she would just rub that more um, because of that bald spot. And so I I cut that just to make her more comfortable. Okay. But like her little pigtails were just kind of barely hanging on. Right. So I shaved my head with her and uh that's the best thing. Look at yes. her smile there, <laughs> Me and mom are matching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so. is so cute how happy she is in yeah. that picture. A couple of weeks, though, all I, that hair. I think it was not even a full month between the first spot and when we actually shaved. I think it was a couple days less than a month. Wow. Um, yeah. That's like I I probably quick. would have let it go a little longer, but because of that burn, I it just kept getting worse. worse so yeah. I I didn't want to make it worse. Absolutely. 
I did mine as well because she has this aversion to like vibrations. And so the clippers, I didn't want her to get worried. And yeah. so I did, I had her do mine first and then we did hers. That's so uh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a moment to have a daughter <laughs> though. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. amazing. It's funny you say that because there was someone that reached out to me six months ago and they said that their best friend had alopecia and they wanted to know how they could help them through it. And mm-hmm. I was like, just be there for them. And and then I think it was a couple weeks later, she's like, I shaved my head for my friend. <laughs> and I'm like, I think, that's it, I that's think so it cool. definitely depends on the person. Yeah. Um, some people would like it. I don't think everybody would. But yeah, it was it was funny when we did it. That's so cute. When she started losing her hair, since it was so quick, what was your first initial reaction to it? When my husband first told me that he saw a spot, I actually knew about alopecia. I was like, "Mm." and so I went down to go look and I saw the perfectly round circle. And I was like, the only thing that I could think of that would cause this is alopecia. And I told my mother-in-law, that's what I thought it was. And she's like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, (laughs) you're like, nope, I I know. It's the only thing that would do this. So it took us like a week to get into her pediatrician, but I I already knew, like I already knew. There's actually yeah. a couple moms that knew, but then there's also moms that didn't, and they were terrified mm-hmm. that it was something else. They yeah. were, like, scared that it could be something bad, like, that would yeah. really hurt their health, and mm-hmm. that would be so scary. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like alopecia being more known is going to help mothers that have kids that have alopecia yeah. not freak yeah. out, right? Absolutely. Exactly so important even her pediatrician I don't think really knew too much I know going this extreme is not as common but even when we went in for her next checkup like six months later and Violet's completely bald her pediatrician was like oh my god like it's not normally like this I'm like no I know but it is so (laughs) (laughs) right that's just how it happened (laughs) yeah it's like it's I know it's not but here we are here we are yeah more times than not I feel like parents and people know more about alopecia than actually dermatologists and stuff because there's so many run-ins where dermatologists are like, I have no idea what this is. And they're like, but it could be alopecia. And they're like, eh, I don't know. Yep. It's so crazy, the disconnect there, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of wild. So during her short alopecia journey, I guess, so far, <laughs> she's so little, what has been the biggest hurdle you personally have overcome and then also her? So for her, it was trying to find another way for us to play and like express herself because as little as she was, I am not a girly girl. She is. And her favorite thing to do every morning was pick out her bows, sit on the floor while I put her hair up in pigtails and put her bows in. And then we would pick an outfit to match her bows. And so when that was gone, she would still find the little elastics and the bows and like put them on top of her head for me to like try to put her hair up. And that was just heartbreaking. And so we ended up getting a wig from Children's with Hair Loss. And um, just so that we had something to play with, even she didn't put it on for until like a couple months ago, she was scared to actually put it on her head. And that was fine. I didn't care. But it just gave us something else to do. And she could put the bows in and, you know, we could just play with it. And then we started doing makeup. So I let her play with 
real makeup and, and she'll do my makeup. She does daddy's makeup. She does, <laughs> we do nail painting. And I came home from work last weekend and my husband had pink fingernails. And <laughs> I love it. So you're finding yeah. new things. Exactly. Just trying to yeah. find something else for her to find that outlet, you know. She also has like these cute little I was just going to say things. that. Yeah. yeah, I found they're actually like women's boho armband temp tattoos. Yeah. But they work really good as little like headbands and they're yeah. like gold and black and silver. And so I let her put those on because she does not like wearing normal headbands. So that was definitely hard for her. Her skin gets very irritated. And that's one thing with her that she gets itchy really bad when she's mm. losing and it, like yeah. she will wake up in the night scratching herself till she bleeds oh. and uh, like she's got scabs on her head from just scratching oh, and right. so I think that's why she doesn't like wearing hats she doesn't want to wear any headbands on her head and so the temp tattoos work because she could still wear them and it's not irritating itchy. Yeah. Right. yeah that's so yeah. cute though I would have wigs, thought about you just that scratch them right off your head so I yeah she'll she put on the wigs a couple times because she's seen Kristen with hers and you guys actually have a matching blue one it's blue so one cute. yeah <laughs> yeah and she'll put them on and like look in the mirror and be like okay that's enough <laughs> and I'm over it yeah she's like oh my god this is so cool and then just rip it right off they're like okay I'm done right she just wants to see it and then she's like I'm yeah over. yeah exactly that's off so cute yeah yeah and matching blue ones how cool is that yeah like the neon blue oh, oh that's, yeah that's super cute I love that mm-hmm. and it, was it your mother or your mother-in-law that get you a matching blue one too oh yeah my mom I sent yeah. my mom the picture of the side-by-side Kristen did a side-by-side of her and Violet wearing the blue wigs and I sent it to my mom and my mom didn't even say anything I just had a another one shows at my house the next day and my mom has one too incredible yeah I love it it's like zoo because we we do um google duo and so we duo chat with my mom like every day because she's is in Texas we're in Tennessee yeah and so we'll duo with my mom and she has a matching one too so that we can all match I love that oh that's such like a bonding experience for your daughter too everybody yeah everybody has blue yeah Yeah. that's fun that is so much fun so fun. Yeah, for her, the hardest part was she actually did have a lot of regrowth start last October. And it was literally like peach fuzz all over. There wasn't a part of her head that didn't have even just a little bit. And it yeah. some patches got really long and she called them her fuzzies, you know, <laughs> and she really liked them. And then they kept growing in through the holidays. And sometime in January, I don't really, I think it's toward the end of January, she got a little cold and woke up and most of it was gone. And part of her eyebrow really so and now her left eyebrow is almost completely gone she's got like a couple hairs here and like a little couple hairs here and now she's having some of her eyelashes on both sides that um, is crazy you say that because the last mom we just talked to also said something similar where her daughter if she gets a cold she'll lose her hair mm-hmm. and i was just sick what what a couple weeks ago kristen yeah. I found new bald patches and I started losing hair and it was just a cold. I'm so blown away by that because I'm like, just a cold? Because then you think of it and your your system is trying to get the cold out yeah. of your system and it's like, oh, maybe this hair is part of it. Well, especially, it's 
I don't know exactly what it is that's causing. I mean, we, we obviously assume that it's the, the COVID vaccine for Violet just because yeah. it goes right in line. And even her dermatologist, when we went to the dermatologist, he spoke with his colleague was actually the head of infectious disease at Vanderbilt Children's. Oh, yeah. And oh my wood just came in. Hi, boo. And he said that he thinks that's what it was. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and that's crazy. COVID is, I mean, the cold, the common cold is also a COVID type virus. Yeah. And so if whatever the immune system is misrecognizing with the COVID virus, whether it's on that spike protein, whatever um, protein that the white blood cells are misrepresenting, it makes sense that colds would cause it as well because there's yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's a lot of people that have talked about that too, mm-hmm. where colds or even getting sick, your immune system's trying to it's get gonna it out spike. of your system. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Especially after the vaccine for me too. I got all of these on my side of my head, just mm-hmm. ran rampant. And I was like, oh, maybe that's because of the vaccine. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. You know, you're not the first one that has mentioned that mm-hmm. too. Has she asked you the question, why don't I have hair? Yeah. Oh, she knows. Okay. If she comes out, I can ask her. I don't know if you can hear her on the mic, but she'll tell you. She will fully tell you. Oh, that's um, cute. Yeah. I love that. Hey, so Violet, much. come here. Hey, look, it's Kristen and Paige. Hey. Can you tell them? Why don't you have hair? Where did your hair go? She might be <laughs> That's Christy. Oh, hey, where's Christy? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wait, where, where is Christy? <laughs> She's not on here. Hey, where did your hair go? She says that she has alopecia. She knows that that's why her. That's hair so off. cute. Can you say, what does Violet have alopecia? No, 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 <laughs> nope. not anymore. Oh. Not today. It's gone. Yep. Alopecia people. Alopecia. Alopecia is beautiful. Thank you, Yeah. <laughs> With a big old smile on her face, too. Exactly, yeah. I love it. Happy. So did you teach her alopecia and kind of, like, explain Mm -hmm. what it was and everything? Yeah. Started off just talking about the immune system, telling her about germs and that your body has white blood cells that, that fight the germs away to help protect you and that some people's white blood cells get a little confused and that they fight the wrong things. And hers is attacking her hair. I have another autoimmune condition that affects my skin. And so I show her on me where I have spots on my skin. And so that we can talk about that, like some people's bodies don't do it correctly they get overexcited and that they they make (laughs) mistakes and so she knows that like my white blood cells are attacking my hair she understands that she has a little white blood cell stuffed animal that we got on amazon (laughs) that's so so (laughs) oh my gosh i I, you know all the moms how they teach their kids about alopecia every single one is different and i love all of it. One of the moms also said that they celebrate Children's of Alopecia Day. That's a holiday for mm-hmm. their kid. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is so incredible because it makes it so normal. It makes yeah. it just yeah. a part of their lives. And exactly. I love it. So I know this next one might be non-existent because she's so little, but has she dealt with bullying? So more of what she deals with at her age are kids wanting to touch her head. She deals with a lot of other toddlers wanting to just put hands on her and she will just 
stomp and shout no at them. I get it. I approve yeah. of. That's <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. She has had one instance when we were at the zoo. She was running ahead of me down the path and this group of older boys ran ahead and went to go past her. And she loves playing with bigger kids. And so she went to go try to go with them. And one of the kids turned around and just started shouted baldy at her and then just like ran away laughing. And she just kind of froze and just like stopped and looked back at me because she's never heard the term bald used negatively. Bald is beautiful. And so she could hear in his tone and the way that he acted that it was not a nice thing and so yeah. she stopped and kind of looked at me like what just happened right. and it, she didn't really know what to do and so I just scooped her up and I'm like let's go look at the giraffes it just kind of like go, I was like those kids weren't it. being very nice we're gonna go this way like let's not play with them they're not being very nice yeah and let's let's go the other way yeah so that was kind of the first time that someone said something negative about it most kids are just curious and that's okay we'll, we'll answer questions about it all day yeah that was that was not yeah, that was mean right yeah. kind, kind of yeah. shocking because in that moment you just want to explain it but at the same time you're like we don't want to shed light on it and make exactly. it exactly yeah so yeah I mean the well, dance- and they were just gone before I even had she was so far ahead of me and then they were ahead of her so I I was right. too far to even say anything right the dance parents have to do around situations like that is so crazy to me because mm-hmm. I went off kids or especially kids with alopecia too so it's like to try and I I forget which mom said it but she said it so great where it's like you want to talk about it but you don't want to put so much light on it to where it's like oh should I be more cautious or worried about my bald head yeah and it's like oh, exactly crazy. you don't want them to feel subconscious Absolutely. Just always thinking about it. They just, you want to keep it positive all the time. Mm -hmm. In that situation, I'm so protective of the people I love too. So I don't know if I'd be like, hey, (laughs) and start running after the kid. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. And and it's weird at her age too. I think a lot of people that have the younger ones with more expensive alopecia that you you do get a lot of the the children with cancer comments all the time. Um, But the funnier ones, to me are the people that assume that she's just too little and she hasn't grown her hair yet they're like yeah. oh my kid was a toe head too don't worry she'll get her hair soon and I'm like oh a, my a toe head a toe head but yeah no that's what they call them here a toe yeah, head. that they did they're just they just haven't gotten their hair yet mm-hmm. oh and I'm my. like see it's like stuff like that, that I'm like now I think yeah. of it <laughs> you know what I mean like I it's just comments like that that people will just say and don't really realize how much impact it would have on someone that has hair loss. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so crazy. Oh, people. Yeah, we people, learned people, so people. much during these yep. episodes of Guest Moms where we're like, well, <laughs> now we know this one. <laughs> now we Go know ahead. this. I'll wait yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what grade is she in? Oh, she's, three. yeah, she's three. So she might be able to start preschool in this fall. I have preschool, her waitlisted. Yeah. Okay. So she's the waitlisted for a Montessori school here. So okay. depending on if they have an opening this fall, she'll start that or she'll start next fall for sure. Okay. Have you sure. had the conversation of like, hey, when you go to school, you know, kids might notice that you don't have hair and not yet. Not yet. Nah. Uh, yeah. Most, 
yeah, most kids her age don't really notice that much. They just kind yeah. of want to pet her head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want to pet her head and play. We've yeah. noticed that the younger that, you know, the little Alpetians are, the kids don't really yeah. ask too many questions. They just play. Or I think it was Emmer's mom, Jenna, that said that they think she's this unicorn of a kid. So they want to be by her. And yeah. there's like, uh, can you leave her alone for a little bit? <laughs> So oh, yeah, I, <laughs> we were cracking up at that where she was, she's just like, oh yeah, I'm a unicorn of a kid. But yeah, that's so interesting because we've talked to moms too that have older kids and how they, mm-hmm. how they kind of talk to their kids about bullying and how to do, yeah. wrote to the school and had them in and talk about alopecia. So yep. I, think, I think that's just kind of like the big. The just want to normalize it. Bullying yeah. stems from, from not knowing, from, from ignorance. Yep, so exactly. if you normalize it, then it kind of like takes away like, the, the issue. Yes. power almost. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So what has been the best resource so far through the hair loss journey? So your guys' podcast was really my first one. Oh. Um, of, yeah, Violet and I kind of marathoned all of your guys' <laughs> podcasts in the car. That's so cute. Marathon. <laughs> love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then from the podcast, we found Balturage. And so we've been using Balturage. And Kristen is one of Violet's mentors on Balturage. That's that's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that worked out perfect because she of those Balturages and then goes to Kristen for Balturage. That's Mm -hmm. great. I've been in one of the mentorship programs and just so nice to be with people and look at people that look like you. So oh, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's so funny because I think with Balturage and all the people that we have on Instagram and everything now, I think Violet sees more bald people than she yeah. does people with hair. So <laughs> I don't think, I think she probably thinks it's just part of the normal human experience and everyone's going to lose hair. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this is fine. It'll fall out sometime. Yeah. That's great, though, because it kind of just shows she could watch people grow up with alopecia just like her. So it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like a good comfort for her, too, yeah, to see absolutely. all those old people. I learned so much. As being a mentor, I'm like, I feel like I get mentored by these kids <laughs> just because of the confidence. And, you know, Violet's just out there playing and being her beautiful self. And I'm just yeah. like, damn, why? Why is she so cute? Like, yeah, <laughs> lucky she's, she's so cute. This yeah. child is crazy. <laughs> We talk about it all the time where we're like, the adults get so much from seeing all these kids grow up with alopecia too, because a lot of us didn't have those support groups when we were going through alopecia. So it's so great to see that that's a big thing now. Absolutely. Yeah. So it makes us so happy to hear all the moms like, oh, these support groups help because I know all the moms talk together too, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. support for everyone involved. So yeah, because you have days where someone make a backhanded comment and you're like, oh my God, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's nice to just have people to talk to that get Mm -hmm. it. So what are you looking forward to for the future for Violet? Violet is just such a tenacious little girl. She's she's gonna be fine. But I try my best to promote body positivity for her because I know that having an autoimmune conditioner, anything medically different with you, it can make you feel a little bit betrayed by your body. Yeah. And so I have her doing gymnastics to kind of show her that like, yeah, your body may not be cooperating in this way, but you're still strong and you can still do so much. Yeah. And so I'm doing my best to try to promote strength and intelligence and, you know, trying to teach her as best as I can that she's got so much other stuff going on for her that 
yep. alopecia is not going to define who she is. It's a part of who she is and it will forever be, but it doesn't define her. Yeah. I like that take with the body positivity too, because, you know, on our podcast, we've talked about when you're losing your hair, it's a little bit harder to get used to wearing different types of clothing mm-hmm. when you don't have hair, because when you're used to having hair or a wig on, it completes the, I'm going to put this in quotes because it's not true anymore. I don't believe it. It completes the outfit. And then trying to get through that where you don't recognize yourself without hair. So you don't Mm -hmm. recognize your body and it's a whole thing to go through. So I love that you're teaching her that because it can, you know, make you think different things about your body Mm because you don't have hair. Absolutely. I love that. I I think that's great. I think you're the first mom that has talked (laughs) about that. So that's awesome that you do that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, Kristen and I, we've talked about that so many, we talk about body positivity all the time, do we not? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we'll call each other and just talk about it, where we're like, I'm having a bad day, I just ate 20 tacos. <laughs> good like, like, Yeah, right? <laughs> and we'll just like talk about it, but that's great that you do that. That's yeah. awesome. I really like that a lot. <laughs> so what is one piece of advice you would give parents whose child is just in the beginning or tough stages of hair loss? So first, I've got a couple bullet points on this one. First, I would say, give yourself and your child time to grieve the loss. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter what the loss is. It doesn't matter if it's alopecia. It doesn't matter if um, there's other medical issues going on. I think that whenever your quote, expectations of what your child would or should or might be gets altered from something that's out of your control, that you have the right to grieve that loss of what you thought would happen and that they have to grieve that loss too. And in order to move on and accept them for who they really are now, you have to go through that. 100%. Grieving that loss is something. It takes time. Some people are quick with their grief process, and then some it takes longer than most, Mm -hmm. especially with kids growing with their alopecia. So she's going to grow up having alopecia. The grief process could come and go. She Mm -hmm. could be great for years, and then when she hits middle school, high school, adulthood, it could be grieving all over. Yeah, because you're going to grieve all of those losses. It's just not here. It's through your whole life. Absolutely. And so it will continue to come up through all those phases because it's still a loss. Yep. My next major one would be follow their lead for sure. It's been a big one that's been coming Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It was a little harder for me with Violet because the number one, especially for shaving is let them make the choice. But when she was so young and she did have that burn on the burn, back of her yeah. head that I had to make that choice for her. Um, I didn't want that to get worse. And then especially with the scratching, even when we, we ended up shaving again after her regrowth, it, she gets so itchy and she just screams. So I have to try to try to help her out with that just because it's too uncomfortable for her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but for the kids that don't have trouble with that, I, I would suggest letting them make that decision. It doesn't matter if they have one strand of hair left, like yeah. let them keep it if they want it. Like yeah. There's um, even adults that keep, like I'm growing my hair out right now and there's spots all over, but there's adults that have little patches that they grow out too. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
it's almost like it's your own journey. It's a comfort thing. If you want to see that you have absolutely. hair on your head. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever you want to do, you rock it. It doesn't matter. Who absolutely. cares? If it makes you happy, that's all that matters. Exactly. All that matters. Yep. So definitely follow their lead, whether it's experimenting with different outlets, like I do with Violet with wearing her makeup or the, the nail polish or whatever. I give her the option to try everything. I give her the wigs, I give her the hats, I, I lay everything out and say, here are your choices. If you want to wear any of these, they're here. If you don't, that's fine. We have sunscreen. Yeah. You know, like we... <laughs> whatever you want, it's here. Let her know that these are the options. And I mean, even when it comes to treatments later, she's not on anything now. Yeah. But if she chooses to try something in the future, I'm more than willing to right. follow her lead. At this point, none of them are worth it to me. And she doesn't have the ability to make that choice herself. Right. Absolutely. So I'm not going to put her through any of that. I did initially use some steroid topical cream again to help with the itchiness and stuff not even for regrowth but just steroid yeah. cream to help with the inflammation but I'm not gonna do anything more than that until she says I want to do this yep. myself it's so important that moms are doing that parents are doing that for their kids with alopecia because we have talked to people adults about how during their hair loss their parents or support system or brothers sisters pushed too many things and it made them uncomfortable that it made them feel like they had to fix it that they had that's to what I was it. just gonna say too that yeah. you don't want them to feel like they're broken because they're not right exactly. and even if you do find a treatment that works it's just a band-aid because nothing's gonna cure it and it's gonna come back and it's gonna feel even worse yeah I completely agree. And it's just, it's day by day. I mean, the more people we talk about, the more parents we talk to, even our own parents and people that were with us during our hair loss, it's like, it's just day by day because it's so different every day. You could wake up and love yourself and not even care about your hair loss. And then the next day be like, oh, this is a bummer. Me and Damon just had a conversation last night and I looked at him and I said, I don't ever talk to you about my hair loss. And he's like, no, you don't. And I said, is it weird that literally just two days ago, we were brushing our teeth and I went, I have hair loss. <laughs> and he went, yep, you do. And we just went about our night and it was so weird because I'm like, I never talked to him about it because it's not a thing in our relationship. You yeah. Know? So I've seen a lot of parents do the same thing where it's like, it comes to the point where it's like, yeah, you have alopecia, but we have so much more stuff to mm -hmm. do in life that your hair loss isn't going to limit you to. And yeah. every parent that we have talked to has been like that. And it warms our hearts. It makes us so happy. And you're one of the moms that easily does that for your daughter. So we're, <laughs> we, we give you a round of applause. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It makes us so happy to see such great parents just doing the most and the best for their kids, especially with hair loss, because it can be pretty traumatic. So yeah. We want to just say thank you so much for being here. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for giving us so much insight and all the people that are going to listen to this insight. Absolutely. It so means the world to us. Them. Yeah, it means yeah. the absolute world to us. At the end of every episode, we actually do Chick Bits. And <laughs> during these series, it's all about moms, of course. <laughs> and the one for today is polar bear cubs stay with their mom for up to two years learning how to hunt and survive in the wild. And we made it about animals. <laughs> uh, it's just, hard to find like chick bits about 
about people. About people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We already did a couple and we were like, oh, let's mix it up. But you guys know the drill. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which you are able to find in the episode description. Until next time, guys, bald pick out.